This episode of Humble and Fred is brought to you by Bodog, Gig Sky, The Retirement Sherpa, The Chambers Plan, GoDaddy, and DraftKings. Hello, I'm Toronto Mike, producer of Humble and Fred. This best of is proudly brought to you by DraftKings. Bet online legally and safely with DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave Maherj and Ali Hassan are two very funny dudes who came on Humble and Fred way back in 2015. Dave is now best known for his roles in Mr. D and Rami. Ali is the host of CBC's weekly comedy program, Laugh Out Loud. So I just go, uh, I just go on what I know. Yeah. All right. Uh-oh. Is, uh... Are you sure? No, I'm going to have a little bit more of this stuff. Just we'll go ahead. Just a time, because I don't Treat normally. Yourself. I don't normally. Ben, how are you? Um, Very good, pal. Please welcome you? back to our program. Two people that have been on uh, numerous times. But never together. But never together. So this is some historic uh, stuff happening. Now, here, Phil, just put that over there. He is uh, considered by many to be the leading Middle Eastern comedian of, uh, of our time. Both of these individuals one in, in los angeles now i understand is that happening uh yeah like by by june i should be moved there that uh sleepy voice dave maharaj uh, along with the wonder that is ali hassan herji dave maharaj you know how dave works right he starts with his slow like sort of like i uh i wish i wasn't Alive, and then he just goes into oh, no, like he gets crazy. You got to start low to get high. You can't you can't come? It's like his life is improv. You can't come in with like the house is on fire. When I think of Mahersh, yes. and I do often. I've I've heard like seven different pronunciations in just the last one. Well, minute. how do you do it? it? What is it? Mahersh, Mahersh. When I think of Dave, my favorite thing is because um, it's sort of a, a bit about religion, and I think you'd like it. But basically, Dave, you talk about how you were scared. Your mom scared you because of the uh, the Jesus influence. Yeah, and it it, it 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 impacted you when it came time to jerking off. Yeah, she said if you jerked off, Jesus would choke you in your sleep. <laughs> nice. Does that say that in the Bible somewhere? Probably. No, I haven't read the Bible in a while, mm-hmm. but I don't think it I might have that been subliminal. Stick out though. That passage would stick out. Yeah, even if it's been like a decade. Yeah, you'd think there'd be a post-it note next to, (laughs) Jesus will choke you. Mom, why'd you highlight this line in pink? Oh, that's why. Okay. (laughs) She just didn't want to deal with the cleanup. I I want to throw something by you, too. Dave, you're like 29 or 30, right? No, I'm 34. And, Allie, you're like in your late 30s? I'm in my early 40s at this point, man. Mm -hmm. I, I had this notion recently. Thanks, Chrissy. Chris Churchill, Mark Donaldson, just clean it up. Oh, a little extra wine. Uh, you could, if, you, if you like wine, subscribe to the uh, the newsletter. As, the as Imbibers I Report. The Imbibers Report. I get that. Uh, is it once a month, you guys? Every if, other week. Oh, yeah. Twice uh, twice a month. Did, when I was younger, I just thought by the time you get to your mid-50s or maybe your early 40s or early 30s, you just think when you're a kid, at some point in your life, you'd have everything figured out. 
But I realized recently that it doesn't matter whether you're going to be 60 or you're in your 50s or whatever. You never figure anything no. out. But the other thing that never goes away is the jerking off. That never stops. You understand that? It's a lifetime. Oh, you have a lifetime of jerking off ahead of you. Do you understand me, Dave? Yep. I know that. Does that bother you? No. Why would you want to stop? Yeah, I don't understand. Just at some point, you'd think you'd be able to leave it alone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> if, I could, if I could just leave that alone, I could probably invent something. Not because it's not really because it's like only short. Like it's not it doesn't take long to do it. And there's 24 hours in a day, so it can't hinder you from inventing. Yeah, I gotta take the laptop upstairs. I do imagination. Oh, man. I don't even need that. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, somebody <laughs> kidding this? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh Jesus! Oh, Jeez! Come on, Fred. No, it's all the imagery. Don't speak disparagingly yeah. about something that's so beautiful. You don't need yeah. a laptop. I'm just imagining that. him closing the laptop, well, walking don't. upstairs. Don't imagine. Well, it. you're painting the picture. How all can right. I not view it? Yeah, listen, mm. Jesus jerked off. Let's be serious. Finally, somebody willing to talk about some real stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about that the other day, though. That I, I think know. he jerked off uncomfortably. <laughs> what, he he jerked what? off proudly? Mm-hmm. No, like he had too much on his mind. It was never a Those guys oh, yeah. wore robes, man. It, it was, was so easy back then. <laughs> but did he say, oh, robe? dad, oh, dad? <laughs> That's ah. really funny. There was nothing going on. He just lifted up his robe. Went over. He said, hey, disciples, give me two minutes, okay? Because Mary Magdalene was just here, yeah. and I feel I need to rub one out. Yeah, I got my loaves and fishes over here. In the here. Garden of Gethsemane. <laughs> Uh, Gethsemane. Hello. Oh. That's right. A Bible pun right here, right now. Yes, he was from I, Galilee. Uh, I'm going to have to attend Get me Sunday Galilee. school before I come on this show next time. You have to time. do one? I got I to I gotta attend Sunday school just to get up mm-hmm. to speed. Um, Fred, Gethsemane. I'm not familiar with Gethsemane. And I, feel, I didn't know it either. No. Well, do you ever have that notion where uh, you think, you know, at some point in your life you would have had things kind of figured out? But I think hum- human beings being what we are, it's the we just never quite have it and that's why we keep getting up every day what do you think of that yeah that's basically yeah that's a pretty good uh uh summarization (laughs) and i I think that's when we were talking about the you know the retirement thing earlier that's that's part of it you know you never really feel like you've done it all if you accomplished what you set out to do Sure. Why not? You see, Allie, why would you want to shut it down before you feel you've even got there? Allie's got a bunch of kids. You and I have kids. Dave's probably uh, one day going to procreate. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. But I, the thing I have is, one kid. let's leave it open. <laughs> when you're a kid, you assume everyone who's not a kid, who's a grown up, has has is having a great day. You know what I'm talking about? Like my daughter's 17, and she talks about you know going through the trials and tribulations of high school. And I say, I always say, listen, sweetie, everyone you see in a day is trying to work through something. Yeah. Because when you're those kids assume that all of us grownups, oh, we can go anywhere, we can go to the store, we can do what we want. Mm-hmm. But I always try and remind her, like everybody's just a kid. We're all trying to figure shit out. We're all we're all, we're all just, getting new information all the time. Yeah. But we're always also working on our own stuff. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, I, I, I'm a... You know how everybody's like, my mother was the best cook and my dad was the best. You know, a lot of people, you grow up, you think your dad is a hero. You da- At some point, you're in your 20s, your 30s, you're like, fuck, my dad was no hero. Jesus. No. And I love my dad. He was a great right. man, but... But he was just a guy who was like, fuck, I got these kids, this is mm-hmm. a mistake, and I got to try to figure out my professional life where along with the, you know, he's just a guy trying to figure himself out. And I always tell my kids, I'm like, look, Papa doesn't know shit. He's just trying to figure this out, just like you are. Absolutely. Don't look at me like a hero. I don't want you being 30 and realizing. Patty Case, do you remember the first time you saw one of your teachers smoke? 
or you saw your teacher <laughs> away from school mm-hmm. and you had this realization like, man, they're just like everybody else. They're just, and you look back at it now and some of your teachers when you were in like four or five and six, they were hmm. only kids in their 20s. Yeah. Sure. What, what about my grade five teacher rubbing his dick on my cheek? <laughs> that was weird. Wait, I feel like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I shouldn't end there. Do you yeah. want to talk No, about I just that want that more? to hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that, well, listen, let that you know, in the change rooms, it's like, this shouldn't be happening. Maybe Should that's I? why Is this part of my education? Maybe that's why years later you came over and rubbed your dick in my arm. Uh, yeah. True fucking story. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, perfect. That's the kind of friends we are. <laughs> Heggie, what do you say? About what that. do you say? A little dick rubbing here, buddy? <laughs> you got you your say? pajamas on? Let's you and Allie are close. Have you ever seen Allie's wiener? No. I've, Come no, on. Really. I'm but so I, sorry about that. Is that true? That I've never seen your dick? Yeah. I don't I don't want to see your dick. But we, if you want to show me, out. like it's not a thing where I, I at this point. Aren't I'd you dick offended. curious? I really <laughs> curious private eye. I don't. What if, what if I just showed you one ball out of the zippers? <laughs> just like the pants are still on. Out of all our friends, I'd probably ball. see other dudes' dicks before yours. You wouldn't be the top dick I want to see in our. That's circle. hurtful. What are you That's talking about? That hurtful. penis yeah. of his is. Slamming. You know what I've done with my penis? With my four life? kids. Yeah, yeah, four that's kids. Yeah. That's like a retire. That's like on the way out. Oh, dick. I get. I get. My dick belongs in a retirement. Oh, you're like community. a football player that played too long. <laughs> so you have. You know what? You wouldn't say that. Like Wilt Chamberlain, right? Lots of. Sex, maybe a lot of kids. I don't know, but you'd be like, I want to see that dick. No, nobody me? wants to see Wilt's dick. I'd rather. All right, know. I'm different then. I guess I, my nickname for my dick is Wilt. Anyway, <laughs> you uh, have four kids. Huh? I do. Two of them yeah. I didn't create. Let's be. Uh, let's be real. Okay, but you're still but responsible for four. That's right. Yeah. And you know, you're in an industry where it's you know, it's like you create your own income. Yeah. It's not like you know the paycheck's coming. That's, that's a lot of... So you talk about your dad. That's a lot of stress. That's going to be on your mind a lot. Four human beings I'm responsible for. Well, I and I have you weren't ch- depressed before you came yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I don't know. I've never really seen it that way, Fred. No, I, I, uh, I drink heavily guys- so that I don't think about those things. But I also, man... Things just seem to to work out, yeah. you know. Like you start yeah. worrying, you start worrying, and you go through this pattern of like, oh shit, man, I'm I'm good for another month and a half. What about after that? I'm gonna have to dip into some like stuff that was never supposed to be touched. Like, oh my god, and then you get like a little acting gig, and you're like, oh, what was that? I say that to my and kids all the time. Eventually, you don't worry. Eventually, if, you just stop worrying. As long as you have your head about you and you're, you know. Yeah. rational person things always seem somehow to work out i also find that with four children i am forced to work harder but not in a stress not like i wake up in the morning like oh shit i gotta feed no it's these a subconscious kids. thing but there's a yeah. subconscious thing at, at work at all at all times where it's like i gotta i gotta work i gotta hustle Just gotta I, do it i gotta send all these emails out to uh to sort of put my name out there for corporate gigs whatever it is and there's less of a uh there's less procrastination about that but you're like mm-hmm. a smart dude though like it makes sense still lazy though i know but i'm saying right? is like if anything if i would i would like you're you're capable of it too like you're not a degenerate do you think as that's, i sip uh, from a wine glass yeah as we're having a, a wine at eight fifteen. that's an interesting point you bring up i think there's a something that one of the differences and I'm not doing a shtick here. But one of the differences between men and women is men have this, I think, a sense of things will work out. Um, I know my ex-wife, who I'm great, great friends with. We all She are. has a champ. Yeah. Please, <laughs> seriously, can you fucking get her part of your your group? Your, Absolutely, man. Because then I could just stop paying. But I think there's a, um, there's a sense. I, I, I look at it and think, you know, things will work out. We were joking earlier about, you know, how many more years can we do this? And I actually have this weird 
faith that things are going to be great for us because I've always thought that. Whereas sometimes I think women, again, I'm generalizing, are more worried about, I don't know, short term, long term, but they're more worried than we are. Well, and it's good to have that in your life, yes, probably. Yes, absolutely. Right? That probably benefits you. I mean, there's a, there's a limit, right? If you, if you wake up in the morning and you roll a joint and you wake and bake and you're like, things are going to work out. Like, they probably aren't going to work out, right? Like, well, they're going to work out for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. You know, watching <laughs> mastery top, runs. Up top, they're going to work out. Yeah, it's you're in wonderful. an altered state, though, so you're not thinking. There's, what I say, uh, you think that resonates with you, too? Wow. That you worry in a different way than your wife? Uh, yeah. But, you know, my wife's a bad example because, again, they moved here from, you know, South South Africa, then England, then here and had like a a one bedroom apartment with mattresses on the floor and built a life. So when I talk about stress and worrying about the future, she comes from a different area where she may be the more laid back one. Well, exactly. Yeah. And I think she is. It's like, you know, everything will be fine. It's as long as we're breathing and eating and enjoying our kids. Well, my ex wife's like a Jewish gypsy. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, you know, I I remember one of the famous things her mother used to say, uh, my my former mother-in-law, she'd go to the kitchen. I'd say, uh, you go to the kitchen. She says, I'll be back. God willing. You're, (laughs) You're walking to the fucking kitchen. Yeah, God willing, what? Yeah, but he could be a prank. No, I know, but I thought, well, honestly, she would say that. So I guess you're going to Florida. I'll be back in March, God willing. I don't think God cares. He's not a snowbird. That's very <laughs> funny. That's a very uh, a Muslim characteristic as well. I mean, but yeah, Fred raises a point. She probably thinks my son-in-law may have poisoned the cheese. God willing, if you mm-hmm. haven't poisoned the, the, the juice I'm about to drink, maybe I'll be no, back. No, honestly, she would go and get something to you. You go to the kitchen and bring back some coffee. I'll be back, God willing. With the yeah, coffee? Yeah, but that's just a habit. But I know, I know. Yeah. Well, we, I got, you know, there's a word, inshallah. Muslims use inshallah, which is right. exactly that, God willing. And uh, it's it's crazy. It's, okay, I get it. I get it. We'll see you in a few weeks, God willing. Yeah. Right? You, 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 you keep God in your mind. But not this minute to minute thing. Oh, yeah, thing. it was minute by you minute. You talk about responsibility. How would you like to be God? Like, he's responsible for everybody, even your mother-in-law walking into a kitchen. He's Imagine guy, that yeah. stress. It's too much. Yeah, he's, he's so stressed out. Seriously, he's yeah. probably... Yeah. Team, man. He's waking <laughs> and baking. Team, <laughs> Tell me, forget Jesus watching you choke your wiener. Nah, he has a team, man. He probably always had a team. And that, yeah. It's PR. like everything. Everybody, yeah. when you think it's the one person, I guarantee you had a team, but he didn't let them have that much shine. I mean, so I it would just make no sense. And I bet that fucker takes advantage of interns, too. I bet Oh, my ya. God, he does. I yeah. bet you. I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you know, we uh, developed a phrase here uh, about a year ago where I, I was just talking about the whole idea of religion. I said, you know, it's like people worship this sky Muppet, uh, the concept of something, the sky Muppet watching over all your moves. And you're, were you brought up in a Muslim home? And I mean, are you that, still a practicing? Oh, I've, not, I've never been practicing. Still, what? Now you pra- I didn't see. I'm brought up in a Jewish home, but I stopped practicing. No, he doesn't practice. He just goes to the games. <laughs> I go to the, That's right. yeah, yeah. the uh, the Pan Am Muslim games. I don't even know what the games are, to be quite honest. But I, uh, no, we weren't like my my father was a drinker as well. So there was it wasn't a strict home. Once a year or twice a year, we'd go to the sure. mosque for a. It's called Eid, which is a, mm-hmm. which, which is like a you like a holiday like Christmas, um, and that's about it. And. And that was, by the way, the same level as us. You know, our family was Jewish, but, you know, we just did Hanukkah, Passover, uh, retail days, which is great in the summer. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the, the other one. But I, I really never understood or took part in it, really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I have a joke about this, so I don't, I don't like 
saying it, but it really, I, if anything, I have more of a spiritual side. Uh, and I do, I do believe there's an energy in the world, in the universe. You know, I do believe that you put out good, good comes back, and there's these sort of laws of nature or laws of the universe at place. But, but to, you know, I can't pray five times a day. Let's just say no. That, right? I, can't. I can't. That's seriously. Stop, man. I don't have the. Do you have a little carpet that you carry around? At I don't. Oh, we okay. don't even have one in our home, unfortunately. Right. You know, the last time I was in a synagogue was in uh, December. One of my cousins passed away, and I was looking around the synagogue. And the yeah. previous time before that was when somebody else passed away. Yeah. I kind of look around and I think, you know. If this is what your daily, like I, I told you about my one cousin on my mother's side who goes to synagogue in the morning and in the evening every day. And when I talk to him, I'm, it's almost like speaking to an alien because mm-hmm. I'm curious how somebody could be that observant, but it seems to work for them. That's it. I mean, we can't judge it either. The really, the only well, problem we I judge. ever we we shouldn't. We I do know. obviously, but the only real problem I ever had with religion are people who get very preachy. You know, you shouldn't right. eat this. Right. You shouldn't do that. Why aren't you in the mosque? I'm like, hey, man, that relationship between me and God is exactly that. My relationship between that- me and God. You. Stay the fuck out of it. And don't worry about getting brownie points. But that even goes beyond religion. Somebody who's lost weight telling you you're eating the wrong thing. Somebody who's quit smoking oh, telling yeah. you you're killing yourself. It's like fuck away. Yeah. yeah. Um, we talked about this yesterday. I, I don't. Oh, nice. I, I know a lot of Jewish people that don't eat pork. And Dave, I look at them and I say, Are you kidding? This is delicious. Seriously, I would wear a pork football helmet if they made it and just eat my way out of it. I guarantee you they make it. Freddie P, talk to me about 5-Hour Energy. Please. Well, you know about 5-Hour Energy. About the it. one thing about 5-Hour Energy, it comes in all those wonderful flavors nowadays. You know, um, the watermelon, uh, the, uh, the grapefruit delicious and they come in a small bottle but you get big results uh, just four calories uh, zero sugar quick simple and effective you know a lot of people it's after lunch you know and yeah. they're getting that sort of sleepy I don't feel like continuing this day feeling bang back a shot of five hour energy and it gives you the energy you need to get through your busy day and that's what the world is now yeah people overworked Overstressed. Five hour energy helps you through. I want to bring this back up another yeah. time, just with you and I, um, because I know you're a very. Um, I was going to say deep thinker, but you're a very. May I say this to you? <laughs> and I think I share this trait. I'm ignoring you two for a second. Hey, why are we here, Dad? Um, I think you're. <laughs> I think you and I are considerate thinkers, meaning we'll consider things from you know different angles, and you know often we, we, earlier this morning we were talking about the randomness. Maybe the, and I brought that up, but the spiritual energy it takes for thousands of sperm to be shot out of your wiener into an egg and the randomness of all of a sudden you're that child being born. And, um, and that's considerate thinking? Well, no, I, we were considering it, oh, how, how random that is. But I think that, uh, and yes, it is, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was considerate enough to think of your sperm this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yours not in particular. Oh, shmorp. But, um... I, I, ta- I, I spent a lot of time, my, my uh, second daughter's in uh, a school just down the road, so I spent a lot of time getting her back and forth to school. And in, in the car, I don't know if you're sure if you found that. I know Freddie did. When you're alone in the car with your kid, it's really a great time because, you know, I always make her put her phone down, and now we've got 40 minutes to talk. And that's one thing about being kids. They just think we're somehow different than they are. But you ever hear this thing where guys say, you know, I really don't feel any different than I, do, than I used to when I sort of my early 20s? Yeah. Like, you just feel that way forever. And I look at people who are in their 70s, 
And I know now that's how they still feel. Maybe their body feels different, but their mind's the same. Yeah. It's fucking scary, actually, right? I want you to be scared. When you're in your 60s and 70s and you've got the mentality of a 20-year-old, but you can't physically do all those things that you feel you can. And then visually what people see... Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you go and have four kids. This asshole, Dave Merhez, is constantly like, you know, I'll be in my, like my second drink. I'll be like, hey, man, let's get another drink. And he'll be like, hey, man, don't you have some kids? Don't you have some kids you got to go take care of? I'm like, why are you going to bring that <laughs> shit up? Why, you know, like, so uh-huh. people observe you yeah. as... Uh, I think the most weird observations come from your kids because they have an idea of you, yeah. as you were saying earlier, and that's completely... Really oh yeah, I try to keep that who very you really real. are. I try to keep that very real. I'm like, you know, Papa's no hero. I've said yeah. those words mm-hmm. many no. times. And I think what happens sure. with kids again, uh, you know, my kids in their late twenties, early thirties, they think at this point in our life it's just cruising, like it's all over. You just shut it down. There's no stress or anything. But you're always a parent. It doesn't matter how old your kids are. They're still your kids. You have them to worry about, and then your grandkids, and then as we were talking earlier, retirement. There's always something on your mind. Yeah. You know, you're never out to lunch, so to speak. I've made a series of bad decisions, so when I get to my 60s, I'm going to be house-sitting Yeah, uh, for everybody. I'll house-sit for you when you take your family to <laughs> Disney World. It's not a bad way to go. No. Mahesh's dad, uh, basically given up on life, is like, fuck all you kids, I hate all of you. Nice. But, but they still gravitate towards him. They're like, ah, daddy. What is that story you're telling? We're going to come back and find out... Uh, What's going on with Mahesh? Because I feel like we've left him out of the conversation. No, he leaves himself out right That's now. He's just been thinking about his That's penis not... for the last few Here's the thing. Years. You know what I know of? Yeah. I'm not here for him. Yeah. I'm here for Humble and Fred Radio. <laughs> <laughs> A couple more minutes with uh, Dave Mahej. Mahaj, Mahaj. I know, it's Dave Mahaj. Here's what we're going to do. We're talking to Dave and Allie and give away some tickets to their show. And then we're going to usher them out. We have ushers now. We have ushers. Usher them out. Yeah, it's great. They have flashlights and everything. So let's give them. Here's what we'll do. Welcome back to the Humble and Fred Show. We're live around North America. Uh, You people in Los Angeles can see Dave Mahaj performing... Uh, pretty regularly around the, the towns. Ali Hassan is just a gem. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. Oh, thanks, man. He's right here. He had a baby three weeks ago. Not a lot of sleep in the Hassan house these days. I'll tell you that much. Which is why you're drinking at 8.30 Eastern Time. Absolutely. I take it when it's I nice. can get it. But it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Yeah, all right. Well, Do I have is. to follow the party line? and say that? Right now it is. You're jaded right now. I am, man. I mean, I was up so many times. 
just just between eleven thirty and six thirty in the morning, up like four times, I think. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I, is it a baby girl or baby boy? It's a baby boy. It's crazy. What's his Confused. name? His name is Aziz. Aziz. Yeah. Aziz. Yeah. Is that A Z I Z? It is, man. As is, just like a confused-looking kid. He's always scared-looking. Lots always of hair. Scared. Look at lots him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to see this picture. He's awesome. Yeah, he's, uh, um, he's a beaut. There's word. I, I, I know someone. How do we know her? Is she your, your sister-in-law? She's my sister-in-law, so she's a new aunt. She deserves some... Uh, Amber Fancy. Amber Fancy. From Pizza Pizza. Oh. That's my wife's sister. sister-in-law. Yep. And I was talking to her about you yesterday, and she says that your your wife, her sister, is uh, very beautiful. Amber's very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good-looking crew. They're, they are a good-looking crew. <laughs> cute uh, cute little kids. I got some kid pictures of them, too, which I shouldn't show right now. But, uh, yeah, it's funny. That's a nice... Con- and then Pizza Pizza is a sponsor of yours. Is that yes, right? Yes, they That's are. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I saw her because we were going to be in on Friday... And then she was in on Friday. I'm like, did I just get bumped by family? That's Turns right. out I got bumped by Tom Cochran. It's Tom Cochran yeah. and uh, Sleep Country as well. Christine uh, McGee was in there. Oh, I missed her. Um, let's talk about Pizza Pizza while uh, we have this moment. Why not make the segue happen? It's and then we're going to give away tickets to this show, and then we're going to usher them out. It's this outstanding uh, dinner and movie deal. Uh, Showtime at Pizza Pizza. Pizza Pizza presents their dinner and movie deal with over $15 in savings. Order a small, medium, or large pizza with any three toppings, any three cans of Coca-Cola, and a free two-for-one Cineplex movie admission for only $13.99. You can upsize to an extra large for just $3 more. So now playing. All right? Dinner, drinks, and a movie for thirteen ninety nine at Pizza Pizza. Uh, there's a big festival in Kitchener, Waterloo. It's about uh, 45 minutes west of Toronto, an hour or so. Allie's doing a show. Dave's doing a show. And now, with some details about how you can win tickets, all you got to do is uh, go to our Facebook page and do something. Eileen? Yeah, go to our Facebook page and comment uh, that you want to go and see Dave and Allie perform in Kitchener. Yes. And we're going to pick two people at random, and they will get a pair of tickets to go see them this weekend. It can't yes. be that simple. It's just that simple. Uh, so one pair? Uh, we have two pairs to give away. Yeah, so one we're going to pick two Dave show, random one pair to an people. Show. And how, do we, uh, how are they going to pick them up? At the will call. At will call. You just, they, these people don't even have to leave their homes if they it's don't want beautiful. to, except no, for the show. No, you just show up to go to the show. Could yeah. you guys Skype me in so I can watch the show from my home? Would that be uh, It much? would be a pleasure. God it damn, would be you're beautiful. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave. So what about Dave? Are you happy? No, Dave? Dave's, uh, Dave's. Dave's. Dave, you know what? So Dave's got a onesie on. No, it's not a onesie. It's a two-piece. It's a two-piece. It's, a two-piece. <laughs> it's just a matching. Stand two-piece. up. Stand matches. up for the important issues, buddy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> how's your how, How's your stomach? My stomach. Wasn't the last time you were here? You're having stomach issues or something? Or you thought? Oh yeah, it's better because oh, okay. I switched the diet up. Yeah, it's just a lot better. When he goes to California, it's like a different person comes back. No bread. No, you know. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to be around free? him. No wine? Are you what do you mean no free? wine? No, I stopped. I just don't like, I eat more fruit and, and I just cut out bread a bit and then just don't party as much and then I just feel a lot better. Yeah. So, and this is better. This is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sounds head. fantastic. Where in uh, <laughs> LA are you going to settle? I don't I don't know yet, um, but probably Echo Park, maybe uh, Koreatown or Silver Lake. I just don't know yet. Oh, That's good. So it's like in the Are area. those all right in the Los Angeles area? Mm-hmm. They're fairly yeah. close. I just started craving Korean food all of a sudden. I was in, in May, last May, I was at, in Koreatown. We had such a good meal, man. 
Oh, my God. What is the deal with the, is it the Korean barbecue where you make the food at your table? I did that with my yeah. daughter, one of my other daughters. Yeah, don't have plans to go out elsewhere afterwards. No, you, right? you just smell like charcoal. You, you smell, smell like charcoal. charcoal. Do you get a discount because you have to cook it? No, no, no. No. Uh, that's the, uh... <laughs> well, isn't that worked under the bill? Like, I no, like it. No, that's part of the experience. Oh. You probably pay extra for it. Phil knows. Mm, pay less for the tip. I like that. I went to the place down by Queen and John downtown, and it yeah. was really good. Oh, well, it's really good. There's an argument to be made uh, of uh, about how you get the food exactly the way you want. There's no sort of sending it back because it's like, man, this right. wasn't cooked the way I want. Yeah, you did it. You made it. So now spitting you, your own food. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, I get hungrier <laughs> faster than I can cook the food. Absolutely. Then I start to let it cook less and less. Now I'm eating now raw, eating raw beef, <laughs> and I don't care. I'm putting bamboo shoots. Look in my who's mouth. having beef sushi exactly. at the barbecue. You know, you know what? Um, they they thought of you when they created that place because you can actually buy cooked stuff. So you can eat while you're cooking. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, so go to our Facebook page. Uh, say I want to go see Allie and Dave. And uh, it's Humble and Fred Radio on Facebook. We'll arrange to get the uh, tickets for you. It's this weekend. You have a three-week-old. We'll say uh, all the best to you. Thank you, buddy. Warm thoughts and prayers from the Sky Muppet for your family. I'll send it on. Maherj. Awesome. <laughs> what is that it's, you're wearing? Are those like pajamas or? No, it's like a tra- tracksuit type thing. Oh, yeah. I get you it. You could pull so that like, off. Yeah. And what are all the letters? Do they say something? It just says dope. Oh, dope. It's just one word. Now, do you wear that on stage or do you have a costume? No costume. Do you wear, wear it on stage? Yeah. What do you wear on stage? Man, I don't wear that. I, this The amazing thing about this guy's comedy is that if, you, if somebody comes on with a dope, dope pajamas that say dope on them, you're not even going to listen to the words that they say. You're going to be fixated on this outfit. Yeah, like it's like a word jumble. But, but, it's not even but he like, wins them over. You're not somehow. even. It's not pajamas. It's just that the style. It's just like you. Be, I'm not even like a lot of people would wear this. It's just a. It's a style. It's not pajamas. Well, I think yeah, you're exaggerating. It, just, you know, it looks like pajamas because of the letters. Here's Doesn't what I think you should like do. I think you should go on stage with that and this cowbell. Just not say, hey, everyone. And a ukulele. And, and, a ukulele. <laughs> and then you go, all the Dave Merhej fans out there, let me hear you moo. And everybody just moves. And now you got a fan base. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we're going to move on. Allie, all the best to you. Thank you, buddy. You're sweet, man. Allie? Uh, yes. Uh, let's see. Salam Aleichem. Herzi. He's the Christian, by the way. You just said something. Davey, um... Good luck with those children. Don't let the Thank pressure you. crush you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> and the responsibility. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can you take okay. mine with you when you go? <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> reason you haven't heard back. a lot of Eileen today is Bindi's here. He's a, he's a wonderful kid, but he's a, he's active. Yes, right? he's very busy today. He's hanging out. All right. And he's never here, so. He's a sweetheart. All right, let's get some pictures. You guys go get your pictures taken. We'll put it on our website. Once again, Facebook, Humble and Fred Radio. Win some tickets to go see these gentlemen do a stand-up comedy at the Kitchener. I can't believe the, the Kitchener Comedy Festival has come around again. It just seems like yesterday. <laughs> All right. We have to get your pictures I'm Toronto Mike. I produce Humble and Fred. If you want to hear more of me, I host a podcast called Toronto Miked. If you go to torontomike.com and click Notable Guests at the very top, you can cherry pick an episode and just check it out, see what you think. There are plenty of Humble and Fred episodes to choose from. Thanks for listening. Peace and love.
This episode of Humble and Fred was brought to you by Bodog, Gig Sky, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, GoDaddy, and DraftKings. For Humble and Fred, I'm Dan Duran. And don't forget to help keep the show going by licking them. <clears throat> uh, liking them. Like and subscribe. It's on, Ontario. DraftKings Sportsbook has arrived. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports, from MMA to hockey to playoff hoops, and so much more. Bet special parlays, spreads, money lines, and more. Plus, do it now from anywhere in the province. Join the action, download the app, and explore everything DraftKings Sportsbook has to offer. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Get excited, Ontario. DraftKings Sportsbook is live. So go to the App Store and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the action. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Connects Ontario, 1-866-531-2600, 19 plus, 
physically present in Ontario. Eligibility restrictions apply. See sportsbook.draftkings.com for details. Please play responsibly. DraftKings operates pursuant to an operating agreement with iGaming Ontario.